Brad Bradford into his second term as a city councillor in Toronto in Beaches, East York. So what does he think the big jobs are in the next several months? What does he think the big jobs are over the span of four years? Clearly, transit, housing, the economy, construction, crime, they're all major things. What does he think we need to do, and how does he think City Council can work with John Tory to make it better for all of us who live or work here? A re-elected city councilor uh, joins us right now. A big win, a decisive win for him in Ward 19, Beaches, East York. He is Toronto City Councilor Brad Bradford. Congratulations on the win. Thanks for making time for our audience. We appreciate it. Well, thanks a lot, Greg, and happy to be here with you. What's the feeling waking up? Is it relief or is it can't wait to get going, stuff to do? It, this is a cri- I don't think this is a critical four years, Brad. I think this is a critical next six, eight months for our city. Yeah, there's a lot on the agenda. Uh, you know, I started the morning early. Our daughter gets up and uh, she doesn't doesn't really care how many beers I had last night. So she's <laughs> up early. Uh, but then we were out at the subway stop just thanking uh, voters in Crescent Town, uh, Victoria Park. And it was great to see them this morning. They are plugged in and engaged and uh, we're following the race closely last night. And, uh, you know, we've got stuff on the docket. There will be a big housing announcement from the province today. That's something that I'm sure many of us going back to council will be following very closely. Uh, so it's, you know, it's very much right back to work. I know, by the way, those beers were uh, had inside the residence and not in a local park. You're you're anti dirtbag. You've said that on our show before. That's right. No, the the beers were at a great establishment at Danforth and uh, (laughs) they were pouring them. You're going to see new faces on city council. That's got to be a little bit electric. I've asked Gord Perks about that before seven. And while he's sad to see some real, you know, veteran presences go, you know what that's like sort of being, uh, to quote the Eagles, new kid in town. What what sort of how can you guide along people? to become part of, in essence, a team that tries to get things together, even though you're not always going to agree politically on things, and you shouldn't anyway. Yeah, you know what? It's interesting. I was coming from City Hall. I worked in the chief planner's office. Uh, You know, I was an urban planner down there at the city, and so I, I felt like there was a familiarity with the place, with the building, and I found out pretty quickly, you know, it was really, I, I just knew where the washrooms were mm. because the, being on the, the political side of things, not coming from politics was actually quite a bit different. And so it's about building relationships. It's, uh, you know, we want folks in the chamber who, who want to work together to get things done for their constituents, to get things done for the city. And I'm sure all of these folks, that's why they ran. They want to make a difference in their community. They're passionate people. Uh, they're obviously competent, effective hardworking if they're able to to pull off a victory in a municipal campaign. So, you know, for me, it's 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 about reaching out and I will do that as well. You know, I've got uh, nine phone calls and, and a handful more to make uh, this morning and, and in the coming days to connect with these folks. And, you know, as much as politics sometimes can be polarizing, sometimes it's divisive. I think we actually agree on a lot more at City Hall. It's less partisan. It's more collaborative. So we're all there to get things done for our community. And, uh, you know, we have to work together to do that. That's the nice thing about local government. Brad Bradford's kind enough to join us on Toronto today on 640 Toronto. The new term for city council, by the way, begins November 15th. So time to uh, breathe for a little bit. Uh, go trick-or-treating next Monday night in, in your neighborhood. I'd ask this also, John Tory. what are things you want to see him continue to do? What are things you want to just maybe tweak do differently that'll improve the city. Clearly, doing things quickly seemed to be his message and, and theme last night in his victory speech. Yeah, and you know what? I heard that at the doors from uh, from my residents. You spent a lot of time listening. 
during a campaign. That's what it's about. You go out to the doors and people tell you where they're at and they give you the feedback. I always say questions, criticisms, comments, feedback, and they give, give you all that. And certainly folks want to see more progress and they want to see that um, expedited, whether we're talking about traffic and congestion or housing, uh, supporting our local business community, action on climate change, all of these things were coming up. And, and you know, we know that we have to do more. And the mayor's talked about that. Um, he wants to do it. I know council wants to do it. But there are challenges, you know, it, within the bureaucracy, within the institutions, whether that's, you know, the, the TTC or or City Hall. And so we have to find more effective ways to deliver the outcomes that people are expecting from us. And uh, I think all of us have a lot of resolve coming back to do that work. So uh, I'm not satisfied with status quo. I know the mayor is not either. Um, he was elected in, in a landslide last night with a massive majority and, um, you know, as he should be. Um, but we're all very focused on on doing better. That message was delivered uh, at the doors, and and I think we're all back there ready to to get to work. I'll reference your colleague Gord Perks again. He mentioned he feels there's going to be a, a ne- it's going to be a necessity to at least have a serious conversation about raising property taxes. I know the mayor said he doesn't want to, but it's very four years, forty eight months with our city, with what we've been through. It's very difficult to forecast. Do there need to be at minimum conversations about how to how to do that so that people don't miss out on services. I hear from Toronto residents all the time. You might also that say, I'd pay a little more. I just want to make sure the potholes are right. There's less orange cones on the road. The garbage is picked up. They want to, they want those services, but services cost money. Yeah, it's it's going to be a good discussion that we will have as we go through budget. You know, I, I will tell you being there four years and that's certainly not an eternity and not as long as some of my other colleagues, but you learn pretty quickly throwing more money at a problem is not necessarily the solution. But it could be part of the solution. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting back to what I was saying about City Hall, we have to find ways to do things more effectively. We have to find ways to get a better ROI on the dollars that we're spending. We have tremendous staff that do a lot of really great work, but sometimes we're too focused on process and not enough focused on outcomes. We need to be outcome focused. We need to deliver good value for the residents of Toronto. And uh, and so, you know, there there will be budget challenges. There's no doubt about that. But fundamentally, it comes back to the age old question of who pays for what. And when we're talking about the TTC, which is one of the biggest line items in our budget, you know, um, a disproportionate amount of that fare is is paid by the riders and paid by the city of Toronto. Um, You look at other municipalities across North America, they always have support from the state or the province, the federal government. We just don't get that in Toronto. And to put that on a property tax base is is not a good way to deliver transit. So we've seen better funding arrangements over the past two years of necessity through the pandemic. Those are the funding arrangements and the conversations we need to have going forward. The mayor is well positioned with those relationships to continue those conversations. And all of council has to echo that push uh, for sustainable funding or relationships on the services that Torontonians rely on. Another colleague um, made a comment last night about his particular circumstances. I asked Gord Perks to weigh in. I want you to hear Michael Thompson explaining how he's going to balance being on city council with the um, the charges against him. Here's what he said. How are you going to balance all of this? Because not only do you have your political life, your personal life, you have these legal matters. Are you worried that constituents might find this to all be a distraction for you going forward? Just watch me. 
All right, Brad, no one's asking you, and I can't comment on the case. I can't comment on the details. Neither can you. But could this potentially be a distraction at all to getting things done? He was the deputy mayor. He's a longtime counselor. No one knows how this play out or when it gets it gets sorted. And obviously, it has to go one way for him to continue as a city counselor. Well, everybody wants a resolution to that. That's for sure. Um, you know, like I said, there's there's 25 counselors. There's a mayor. There's you know a, a lot of folks at City Hall working to move the city forward, and and so we all just have to stay focused on that. Brad, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Hey, what? However many beers you had last night, you gave a fantastic coherent. No one would change their vote based on the last eight minutes. <laughs> is the best way I, I can put it. it. I'm glad I didn't screw it up. Thanks for having me, Brad. We'll see you I've had mornings where I do, trust me. So thanks so much for the time. Brad Bradford joining us on Toronto Today.